ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and crackers, Jack. I don't care if I never get back. Hello and welcome to episode number four of Sports Nuts, your podcast where we talk about, you guessed it, sports. Uh, again, my name is Tracy. If you want to join me, just email me at tracy at podnuts.com. You can join me if you want a specific talk about, hey, we'll talk about the topic you want about, or if you just want to join and hang out a little bit and throw two cents in here and there, that is fine too. Today's episode is called Hockey 101. So, top news this week. As you guys all know, I'm a hockey nut. Hockey season has started. Matter of fact, as I'm recording this, the first game of the year, Toronto at Ottawa, started. And highly anticipated rookie Austin Matthews for Toronto scored the first goal of the year in his very first game. Uh, If you don't know who he is, he is, in my opinion, he is going to be a stud. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Sorry about that weird pause there. My wife jumped in the room, forgot I was recording. So, all right, let's get back to the news. In other hockey news, it is Connor McDavid, plays for the Edmonton Oilers, was named the youngest captain in NFL history at 19 years, 266 days old. And if people don't think, oh, that's not a big deal. Captain in hockey is not like the captain in football. You go out for the coin toss and stuff like that. In hockey, being the captain is a big deal. You just don't wear the C on that. If, if you see a C on the chest, it's that's uh, basically uh, means they're the captain. You see an A, it's an assistant. Well, that's a big deal in hockey. Uh, they are the motivators. They're the leaders in the locker room. They're the leaders on the ice. So being that young and being the leader, that's that's a big deal. And uh, But Connor McDavid is a special player. He is good. Sometimes the best player on the team is not the captain um, at all. So it, it really depends on. So kudos for him for being a captain that early. Next, the Blue Jays beat the Rangers and the Indians beat the Red Sox. So you got the Blue Jays against the Indians in the American League Finals. And Cubs won and the Giants won. So they're going to meet in the NLCS in the National League series so in the world series this year will be the blue jays indians cubs and the giants question is can the cubs break that curse other news nba preseason started as season's coming out soon but nba preseason kind of like eh so yeah not much to really say there and other big news came out this week cowboys front office says tony romo will be the starter when he's ready not zach prescott Why is that a big deal? Well, Zach being a rookie is lighting it up. And my only thing I can see why they're doing that is I think if Zach Prescott starts to fail and they bring Tony Romo in, there's not much of a spark. But if Tony Romo starts to fall and they bring Zach in, it'll give the team a spark. So I think they're doing it more for that reason than just, oh, Romo's the starter and he was injured and he gets a job back because... Uh, having Tony Romovec will open up more of the playbooks. There's no doubt about that. So it could be that, but I really think it's the whole, they want to get a spark in case they need it later. I think that's the logical thing. So that's it for basic news this week. Ah, there's a few more here and there, but that's kind of the big news going on here. Now let's go to the next section. Fantasy time. 
we're going to talk about league sizes in fantasy and fantasy sports. Generally, most sports, they will be 8, 10, or 12 teams in a league. That's most for most hockey, most football, most baseball. Those numbers are about right. Advantages and disadvantages. Eight leagues, you're more apt to have more. Uh, that was almost some good, more better players. <laughs> you're more apt to get better players than you will in a 12 league. But also, disadvantage of an eight is if you get an injury or two, you're pretty well SOL because the other teams are so stacked, you're done. Whereas if you're in a 12 league team, everybody's only got a couple good players and then a lot of randoms you could probably take a hit from a good player and still be really good. 10's kind of in the middle. It's not 8, not 12. It's just kind of there. So it really depends on if you're new and you've never played before, go for the 8. It's a lot easier to get a good pl good uh, players that way. But uh, if you want more of a challenge, go to the 12. But that's, that's kind of it. So it, it's kind of up to you what you want to do how you want to do it for size and everything like that and again i'm going to put out there uh it if probably it's way too late now but uh if you are interested let me know if you want to get in a fantasy football league we'll start next summer and uh, we'll create a league and uh, we can kind of have some fun with it and probably even try to do a live draft sometime even if we do it online we'll do a live draft recorded you know, maybe put it on part of the podcast here. I think that would be kind of fun. But that's basically fantasy. Quick one this week about league size, what to join. It's kind of up to you, 8 to 12. Now, they do have like the 16 league team leagues and so forth. And those, you really got to dig deep. And don't forget there's like uh, in baseball, the American League only or the National League only players. So that's some specialized leagues too so but the number of uh, the league size it, it all depends in general the, the less teams the more good players you'll have so but that's to make sense so that's it now my choice for games to watch is last week was pretty good the games i picked turned out to be okay games uh, not like the week before when there's a blowout but this week uh, in the nfl the cowboys against the packers it's 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 anytime they play it's it's always good uh, there's always some games I've played where there, it's always usually a good game. And I think this should be a good game. Cowboys and Packers Sunday afternoon should be a good game. Major League Baseball, the game, all of them, it's playoffs. They're, I think they'll all be good games. Uh, both series, the American and the National League, should be pretty good. With emphasis, I think if I had to choose an edge on one, I think the National League will be a little more competitive than the American League. I think uh, one team or the other in the – American League's is going to take over, and it could go back and forth, but I think each game will be a little better in the National League. And in the NHL, the game of the week, I do believe is going to be on Saturday. The Bruins against the Maple Leafs. That is always, I mean, always a good game when they play. Well, I shouldn't say always, but just about always is a good game. So if you're looking for a good game to watch, tune in Saturday to the Bruins against the Maple Leafs. Okay, starting next week, we are going to have a new section in here. It's going to be plays of the week. So if you want, if you have any plays of the week you want to tell me about, send me out, I'll look for them, and I'll try to find YouTube links. You can go to podmas.com, to the Sports Nuts page, click on the plays of the week, and hopefully there will be plays of the week there where you can watch some really good baseball, football, hockey, basketball plays in there, everything like that. So 
Next week, we're going to start having plays of the week. If you, if you find any, hey, send me an email and uh, we'll get them in there for you. Let's get right into the discussion of the week. Like you heard at the beginning, this is going to be Hockey 101. This is based the basic rules, the basic how it works, basic fundamentals about hockey. We'll start with the rink. The rink is 200 feet long, 85 feet wide. Now, international hockey, it's the same 200 feet long, but it's 98 feet wide. So it's 13 feet wide or international. That, that's why international hockey and you get to the KHL and the European, it's a lot more flying and going all over because it's just a wider there. So inside there, you get two goals in each end, you obviously know. And down the middle, you got a center line. It's usually a dotted red line. Then you got two blue lines, which divide the rink into thirds. They're, that's from the middle go out. You got two blue lines. And then you got two more red lines right on where the goal, goal post, the goal is. So that's the basic where it is. And then you have basically nine areas uh, where you face off. Face off is where they drop a puck. Anytime there's a stoppage in play, you need to resume after a goal or anything like that. It's not like basketball where they just hand them outside the ice or outside the court. It, it's it's a face-off. So, and there's nine spaces where there's a face-off. A center one and then four on each side of the ice. That's basic about the rink. Let's And uh, sorry about that if that sounded kind of funny. Uh, something in my throat came up right there. But basically about that, the area in the net were located, the defending zone, if the if behind you if you're guarding your zone, the middle of the rink between the blue lines is usually called the neutral zone. And if you're going across the blue line towards the other net, that's called the attacking zone. Substitutions. Substitutions can are unlimited and can be done at any time. Substitutions don't require an official permission, a stoppage in play. They can come in any any player can sub at any time. Now, you can get the only time you get too many on the ice is you can actually have too many men on the ice is, for example, player A is coming in to substitute for player B. So player A jumps on the ice and player B comes off. Player A touches the puck before player B gets all the way off the ice. Then you have too many players on the ice. So that's basically how that works. So you can sub anytime, doesn't matter, there's no stoppage, anything like that, in and out. That's why you see sometimes in hockey, after a long shift down by, if, if I was a defender and I'm defending the goal and been down there for a while, the other team's been attacking, I kind of lift it out to center of the ice real slow and just kind of go down the ice slow with no intention of, so we can get a change, a shift change. And because if you're attacking, it's a lot easier to, shift change a little bit, people in and out a little easier. So that's substitutions on there. Face-offs. Face-offs begin, resumes when the referee drops a puck between two opposing forwards. Now, in players, you have two defensive players, and you have three forwards. Uh, you have two, a, a left forward, a right forward, and a center. The center is also considered a forward. And one goalie. So you have one goalie and five players on the ice. During the faceoff, all of the pairs are positioned on their defense side of the puck. And like I said, there's nine distinctive spots on the ice where they can be there. The game clock. The game is played in th in three 12- or 15-minute periods. 
it's 15 minute periods in the pro when you get down to the juniors and, and lowers it's uh 12 minutes uh so it depends on what league you're in but in the nhl it is three 15 minute periods or it's 20 minutes in some occasions you get to uh uh international league and stuff like that but it really depends you know i just told you wrong i don't know where my mind was there the nhl is 20 minutes and you got 15 and 12 when you get down to the minors i apologize the nhl is 20 minutes i don't know what i was thinking there so now let's get into penalties there's different kind of penalties uh there's minor penalties and there's major penalties uh minor penalties like tripping you trip somebody uh with a stick uh holding you hold somebody you know, with the stick or the hands. Hooking, obviously, you just hook them with the stick. If you guys want to watch something funny, uh, go to YouTube and search for uh, uh, for the movie Slapshot Hooking, and you'll get, like, a little call they talk about on there. It's actually pretty funny. If you guys know what Slapshot is, it was a movie made, oh, boy, early 80s. Pretty funny movie. Not kid-friendly, but it is really funny. If you guys never seen it, check it out. That's something I watch at the beginning of each other. Anyway, then you got slashing, spearing, high-sticking. Now, high-sticking, you can carry the stick high unless you hit the opponent in the head or the face. Then it's considered high-sticking. High you got cross-checking. Hitting an opponent on the shaft of the stick. Usually that you have to have both hands on the stick when you push it into them. Those are all minor penalties, and those are two minutes you get put in the penalty box. So so then your team is down uh, one player. You could only be down two players. So in theory, you could be have a five-man on one team and three on the other. You only go down to three minutes. That's as low as you get. If a goalie is charged with a penalty, he stays on the ice. Somebody from his bench goes to serve the penalty for him. So major penalties. Uh, major penalties, they're a minimum of five minutes, uh, but uh, – you can, there is some rest of the period for fighting and stuff like that. So, but it is a minimum of five minutes. And if you get uh, two major penalties in one game, usually uh, you're ejected from the game. And usually you get a one game suspension too. So, uh, but usually uh, the most common major penalty is fighting. So it, it it's, yeah, the fighting is, People say, you know, they went to a fight, the hockey game broke out, but fighting keeps the game clean because it is such a hard game, the checking and everything. Uh, fighting keeps it clean. If you're starting to take some dirty shots out there and stuff like that, somebody will, you know, take you on just to, uh, you know, settle you down a little bit. So uh, there is a place for it. Power plays, uh, this is uh, basically... You know, like we talked about, if you're on a power play, you got more man on the ice than the other for either two minutes, five minutes, or whatever the length is. Uh, if there is on a minor penalty, if there's a minute into the minor penalty and you score a goal, you can come out. You come out of the penalty box, then it's even up. But a major penalty, you can keep scoring as much as you want. So if you score five goals in the five minutes, hey, you're good to go. Here's some uh, other uh, kind of I hear all the time people ask what is offsides. If I'm attacking at the blue line, if the f the first thing across that blue line when I'm attacking a goal has got to be the puck. It can't be another player and it can't be me. Icing. Icing is when you shoot the puck across the halfway line and it goes across the red goal line and no one touches it in between. 
that's that's icing and it comes out of your zone all the way into your defensive zone so those are the basic rules of hockey basically to if you have those uh you basically know what's going on if anybody's interested let me know we can find a hockey game on sometime and we can actually get in a group chat and we can talk about what's going on during the game just to hang out have fun if you want to ask questions let me know we'll schedule a time where we can get together and watch the game and more people the better i think and we can have a good time so that's basically show number four Again, if you have any comment, questions, concerns, just email Tracy at podness.com. And again, if you want to join me, come on and enjoy the fun. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And thanks, everybody, for taking the time out of your busy schedule for downloading and listening to this episode. Everybody have a good day. Thank you. Thank you.